up everybody i'm your host chris hampton today's episode is going to be a little bit different um number one because i'm sitting on a rooftop in windy chicago uh, taking a break from climbing on a vacation with my daughter and granddaughter and my wife and just going to art museums and hanging out in the city because damn I need city time once in a while. Lander, Wyoming is not city time, despite what you've heard. It's not the city in Lander, Wyoming. Uh, Anyway, I'm here today because my good friend Devin Dabney uh, sent me episode two of the American Climbing Project, and I listened to it last night, and Devin agreed to let me play a clip of that episode for you today it's just a couple of minutes long but especially for the people who have not heard episode one i want you to listen to this clip then i want you to go listen to episode one then i want you to talk about it with your climbing partners with your friends all weekend and then episode two is going to be dropping on Tuesday. I believe that's the 10th. That's out of the top of my head, though, so don't quote me on that. Uh, but it will be coming, and you'll be able to hear that entire episode in just a couple of days. The American Climbing Project is a different kind of podcast. Um, I've talked with Devin for a long time about him creating a podcast. He's, he's such a creative soul to begin with and he wanted to make something a little different and he kept talking in terms of hip-hop mixtapes and honestly I didn't know what to expect Um, and when he delivered me the first episode prior to it being released and I listened to it I was blown away at the format at the creativity at the um, the intelligent conversation that he was having and the perspectives that he was putting into his work. I, I appreciate the way Devin operates, and as someone who's collaborated with him many times, um, it, it's always a joy and a privilege for me to be able to collaborate with him. Um, And my only criticism of the American Climbing Project was that I wanted to hear more of Devin. And and he delivered on that as well. Um, So the final product that you all got to hear in episode one, which was released a month or so ago, was honestly just nothing short of mind-blowing for me. Um, The way he delivers these conversations is really special. I'm not going to keep going about it. I could. There just just aren't enough superlatives. Um, I'm going to let you go listen to episode one. But first, 
episode two is a banger comes in a few days and the discussion that Devin is having in episode two um, I think is really relevant right now Nate and I just recorded an episode about why talented climbers fail to meet their potential Uh, that'll go out to our patrons very soon but in that episode we talk about how many of the climbers that we're paying a lot of attention to right now because of the Olympics have have been supported have been privileged through their throughout their entire career having families move them from across the country to Boulder and then you know being able to move from Boulder to Salt Lake when when the training took up there when the training center began um, to be able to have the support they've had is not something that is just guaranteed um, we hear this this rhetoric all the time that climbing is not racist the outdoors is not racist and while technically that is true the outdoors isn't judging us the outdoors isn't blocking us it's the people the systems that are in place and what i really appreciate about this clip that you're going to hear and about the entire episode in general is that devin He's not intending this as a presentation of the facts, per se. It's a presentation of perspectives, and it's perspectives of climbers. Climbers in this community, um, they are the people who are next to us at the gym. They're the people who are in line behind us at the crag. And while it's all going to be a little colored by Devin's bias, Devin's perspective, I think he does a great job of handing over the microphone to other people's perspectives, other people's ideas. And one thing I know for sure about Devin is that he listens to those perspectives. He takes them in. He considers it. He thinks about it. Um, maybe too much, to be perfectly honest. And I think that shows in his work that he's so thoughtful. This is intended to be a conversation and i know that devin and rob over at the american climbing project would love it if you would engage in that conversation in a thoughtful and respectful way as would the rest of this community Um, that's what's going to push us forward so let's get into episode two the great equalizer and if you haven't listened to episode one yet Go do that immediately after this. You'll see the format. You'll see that he, Devin makes these brilliant skits, and then everyone is responding to those skits. As for me, I'm getting off of here. I'm going back to the wind, sitting up on this rooftop, and I'm going to enjoy not being involved in climbing for a few more days. Of course, as always, you can find links to Devin's show right there in the show notes, in your pocket supercomputers. All right, let's get into it. The challenge with climbing is that it's a cultural thing. So your natural demographics of your area is then going to influence the culture of your climate. Even just the fact that national parks were basically designed as an oasis for white people. Iraq's not going to care. 
what color my skin is, right? But like, that's not what we're talking about. That's not what makes up the outdoor industry. There's no situation that I can really think of where someone's going to go out of their way to do something discriminatory. It's just that element of trying to not necessarily have an active effort to say, be non-racist. But it's just that, like the disconnect from if it's not happening to me, then it must not be happening. We're like, well, I've never experienced racism climbing. Like, yeah, no shit, Chad, you're white. Like, I, I know you haven't experienced racism in climbing. Like that obviously would not happen for you. Like in your statement, you said like, it's an oasis for white people. And I think like some people will hear that and instantly have an issue with what you're saying. But like, it's an oasis for white people. It, it, but it's like, it was like an understood thing. Like that was the purpose of, of parks. It was not to make some beautiful space for everyone. It was meant as like a getaway for white people. Like it's an oasis, but you have to have a certain amount of income to be able to get there. So therefore, it is for white people. Still, still not here.